A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hello! And welcome to Get the Table, another wrestling roundtable discussion podcast with myself, Adam Wilborn, and one of the Dudley boys, Michael Sidgwick from What Culture, here to discuss another burning wrestling issue. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts where we review Raw, SmackDown, the Wednesday Night War between AW and NXT, pay per views, we have interviews, more roundtable discussions like this one, and a roundup of the week complete with a bloody good quiz, of course. On WrestleCulture. As I said, though, joined by Michael Sidgwick. And, sir, we are gathered here today to talk WrestleMania 37. Now, it is still a fair way off, just under half a year till WrestleMania 37. And I suppose we are looking at this, fingers crossed that the ongoing global bastard has just gone away, if that is even possible. Um, but I would love to get your reaction to some of the big news stories of today, which has kind of been the catalyst for all this. Specifically, uh, Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch returning to potentially main event WrestleMania 37 against each other. And Goldberg! I mean, right. Let's talk biology, which is how we should always start off a pro Mm -hmm. wrestling podcast. When did Becky Lynch announce her pregnancy? Like Just April. after Money in the Bank. I think she's due to give birth in December, if I'm if I'm right. She's not doing WrestleMania, then. She's absolutely not doing WrestleMania. Who reported this information? Uh, let me double-check that. What's, what, let, uh, you talk quickly about Ronda Rousey's potential, and I'll, I'll look that up. Uh, Ronda Rousey, again, like it feels like somewhat invasive, if not entirely speculative, to talk about what Ronda Rousey wants to do next when we know. And she said it herself, her intention was to start a family. Um, It's a funny one with Ronda Rousey. I get pissed off when that name is um, put in front of me because all I remember is that she's a star, right? She is, in fact, a superstar. That rarest of things connected with pro wrestling, a superstar. If she didn't resonate as one in WWE, she was a star in that company, but she wasn't, by the end, feeling like a big, enormous megastar, like The Rock coming back. That's because they can't book. That's because they made a talk. 
like in really lengthy verbal segments when I think um, she just isn't naturally suited to talking. She just isn't. And yet, because it's WWE, they made her do it ad nauseum. What I'm driving at is that, would she really want to come back? She wears a heart and a sleeve, and she's got no time for people who misrepresent her or don't like her. She's very happy living in the wilderness. She's a survivalist, I think. Um, So I guess that she's more than happy being away from the limelight, whether she plans to do a family or not. If you're Ronda Rousey, and you're not necessarily driven by money, you're just driven by success, and yet you know that a certain portion of WWE fans will not measure your success as a success because, eh, she didn't go through NXT first, she hasn't paid her dues. She looked broken at Survivor Series, like absolutely broken um, by the end of Survivor Series 2018 when the fans just senselessly turned on her. Um, I don't know if I'm coming back, if I'm Ronda Rousey personally. Mm. <clears throat> I mean, money will talk. She's not, she's not doing anything in her life for free. Why would she? And it feels like WWE, with such record-breaking profits this year, what a nice way they went about getting those as well. Look, they're, they're cash-rich, ludicrously, ludicrously cash-rich. Um, they could afford to send loads of their money Ronda Rousey's way. And stranger things have happened, but the idea, given where those women seem to be, from the outside looking in, I don't have any insight, I'm not privy to any inside information. If I'm Becky Lynch, particularly... Why would I come back and work WrestleMania when you're not getting the buzz off the crowd? It's still all a bit eerie, uncanny valley, emulation territory of pro wrestling. If you're not doing it for the absolute love of the game, where you can bask in that adulation of being a megastar, when you've been a parent, given that if you're doing a WrestleMania match, ideally you need to start building that months in advance. I just absolutely can't see this happening. Did he get the name of who... Yeah, it was WrestlingNews.co's Paul Davis, who's usually quite reliable with these sorts of things that are reported it. Uh, Becky Lynch, baby's due in December, which gives her, at best, kind of four months post-birth to, to get ready. And, and like you say, even if you put to one side the ongoing global blast and say, magic wand, that's not an issue anymore. It is a full stadium. It just, on the one hand... I'd say, you know, it'd be a, a huge main event. Main event we should have had at WrestleMania 35, in my opinion. Um, and you can make the argument that, the, that those two women in particular will kind of want to right the wrongs of that main event in terms of the botch finish. And you're just not quite living up to expectations, I think it's fair to say. But on the other hand, yeah, it just is kind of out of the blue. And as much as it'd be great to be part of this WrestleMania that Vince McMahon has said he, he wants to make it feel like WWE is back at WrestleMania 37. I, I, I think there's other events, I'd, other matches I'd la- rather see main event. Is that too harsh? I don't think it's too harsh. I think it comes from a nice place. Like if it was a different, a different, different set of circumstances and Becky Lynch hadn't taken the decision to become a mother and it was just a question of waiting for Ronda to come back and then doing that singles match at last, then yes, I think I'll be up for it. But knowing that she's going to be a mother and being a parent myself and knowing how, A, how much hard graft actually goes into it, and B, just how special those first few months are. In hindsight, at the time, half of the time, it's like living in hell. Uh, (laughs) But in hindsight, like you, you take the best out of it. Extremely challenging for the first three months, it feels like they're just swelling a bit and they're not developing or growing. They're just getting slightly more irritable and then they start opening their eyes a little bit 
they start registering your presence. They, when the first start to smile, it's genuinely magical. I don't think somebody enters that obligation, and that's what it is. I don't think anyone enters that obligation thinking, oh, I can park them to one side because I'm a millionaire and I can hire the best help and I don't have to worry about any of that sort of thing. I can go and do something else, physically very strenuous, and then come back to this. You just, I just don't think she'd want to miss that bond, even if they can manage a schedule and she wouldn't be doing like a live event loop. She'd be away once a week and then train. I just, I just this rumor has absolutely blown me away when I first heard it, it blew my head off because I was just, my in, immediate impression was no, absolutely not. Like she hasn't decided to have a baby, I don't think, because, all right, wrestling's not as good anymore and I can't get the thrill of the crowd and the validation that comes with that. Tell you what, let's waste a year by having a baby. <laughs> There's nothing else to do. Like, yeah, you, you want a baby because you want a baby and I genuinely think she will want to be with that baby for the first however many years of that baby's life. That's just what parenthood does. <laughs> so, yeah, this has completely blown my head off. I absolutely refuse to believe it. Well, putting that to one side then, if we look ahead to WrestleMania 37, uh, there's another huge name doing the round today, that being Bill Goldberg um, claims uh, that he could return around sort of Royal Rumble time or for sort of Royal Rumble WrestleMania 37 season. Uh, what are your opinions of, of Goldberg right now because when we talked about this in the news me and Andy I said there's two versions of Bill Goldberg there's the one who came back and had that great series of matches with Brock Lesnar and then there's the one who had the match with The Undertaker in Saudi Arabia and the one who had the match with The Fiend and the one who had the match with Braun Strowman at WrestleMania that is I, I genuinely cannot remember a moment of so what do you think of him right now? In an era in which we've been inundated with constant content and at the time it's worth bearing in mind we were deep into the network era we were well before all of this ongoing uh, situation Goldberg was great for me I took a while to warm to the Lesnar thing because um, I was still in the mind of I still hadn't entered full nihilism nihilism mode where I was thinking oh god they could have used that first big Brock Lesnar squash match loss to Build up a new star. All oh, that's gone. They can't build new stars. You're, you're lucky or brilliant if you can star in that system. So it's no use going, oh, he's going to take someone's spot because whoever gets that spot, it's going to get booked into oblivion regardless. 99 times out of 100. So I will not clutch pearls at the idea of a part-timer taking somebody's spot. I think we're so far beyond that actually meaning anything mm. that takes star power where I can get it. And especially at an event like WrestleMania, I will goddamn take a shorter match where I can get it. Less facetiously, I really like the uh, Brock Lesnar WrestleMania 33 match. I thought it was astonishing. I thought it was really well done. Um, his latter appearances haven't set me on fire. Um, the match with Undertaker was dangerous. I felt like he was an idiot. Just if you can't siphon that adrenaline, having been yeah, obviously in and out of that industry for so long, and Goldberg himself spoken at length about how he just suffers from intense anxiety for his matches. He's never been able to lose himself in his performances. As I've said, he's never been able to siphon that adrenaline to the extent that he's been deemed by people with far more um, nous about them and, you know, credibility, like wrestlers themselves, like Bret Hart has just said, like, he absolutely does not belong in that ring. He himself's never felt comfortable in there. That's manifested in his outright dangerousness. 
Um, it was a moment in time for Goldberg, let's face it. Um, he had a style and an aura um, that only ever worked in WCW um, in those kinds of matches from mm-hmm. at that certain time. He's not going to... He does move the needle. That is the main thing. It doesn't matter what I think or what you think of Goldberg. In that company, which we can often affu- accuse of just servicing itself and pushing someone like a Baron Corbin against all data patterns just because he's tall and they like tall people. Goldberg actually significantly um, influenced those SmackDown numbers when he made his latest brief return earlier this year. I don't want to say Goldberg. I thought his jackhammer looked awful against The Fiend. I was perversely entertained by all that because, as I said, I've got literally no idea how you can approach a Goldberg squashing The Fiend and think, oh, killed off The Fiend. Well done, Goldberg. It's not Goldberg. It absolutely isn't Goldberg. It's Vince McMahon who's going to bury these new full-time stars over and again. He's the worst part-timer, basically. Vince, everything <laughs> that people say, oh, the part-timers are doing this, they're doing that. It's Vince McMahon is more destructive than any of them, and, and indeed all of them combined. Do I want to see the clear direction, Roman Reigns versus Goldberg? Uh, yes, I do. Because Goldberg, in his own way, is quite detestable. Like, he's obviously aloof. He thinks he's above it. He's transparently come back for a payday because he doesn't even like wrestling. And I don't care if you don't like it, like Brock Lesnar, and have it to be good. In fact, wrestling is so rotten, I almost prefer the likes of the Goldbergs, the uh, the Lesnars, the mercenaries who can come back, do their job brilliantly, but not give a toss about it. I will start to get insulted as a wrestling fan if that person comes back, evidently, transparently, treats it like a payday, does an absolutely abysmal job like Goldberg did earlier this year, and then just go. I mean, I've... I just don't want to see crap. I don't care if you care. I don't care if you don't. If you're good, you're good. Goldberg is not good anymore. As much as I love the memes and I love the tears, the salty tears when he defeated the Fiend, I would actually, I actually like Roman Reigns now, particularly this new role. So I would actually feel a little bit what they feel like, the the Fiend avatar guys, if in fact um, he was to come back and just blow Roman Reigns away with the idea being that they would do a rematch at SummerSlam or something. It'll be short, it'll be crap, and it'll be wrestling-related, to use one of our catchphrases. Um, <laughs> I just feel like Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns is the match. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Before we go any further, though, this podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you've got no idea where it's going? Well, it's all those subscriptions. I mean, think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it is endless. I'm guilty of this, so I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and it was more shocking than a wrestling betrayal. You see, Rocket Money is a personal 
personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in cancelled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. That's rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. I don't want to see Roman Reigns versus Goldberg at WrestleMania 37. I don't even want to see Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania 37, I don't think. I want to see Roman Reigns versus Royal Rumble winner Big E at WrestleMania 37. I do want to see Roman Reigns versus Goldberg maybe prior to that. To just, I mean, not, not to reestablish, but just to continue this tear that he should be on. I mean, imagine if they just keep being this this tribal chief character from now until WrestleMania. Imagine how white hot, potentially, it's WWE, you've just explained all the reasons why it probably won't be, but how white hot that could be if, I mean, it's a kind of a given, I'd say, Roman Reigns beats Jey Uso into submission in Hell in a Cell, forcing him to say, I quit. Roman Reigns destroys WWE champion Otis at Survivor Series. Roman Reigns has an absolute banger, an absolute just tear down brawl against, say, Kevin Owens at TLC. Really easy to book that match. Roman Reigns defeats Daniel Bryan at the Royal Rumble because that's the perfect place for that sort of match where Big E beats him. So I think you'd have to be at the sort of in-between pay-per-view, whether that's Elimination Chamber or whatever it may be. If you can have some sort of one-on-one match there to be like, Oh, we were meant to have this match at WrestleMania 36, but you took your ball and went home, Roman, even though you were you know, compromised and you obviously couldn't put yourself in this situation because of sen- sensible scientific advice. Um, and just have him tear through him there. I think that's the path you have to go on. And then you can maybe have Goldberg face literally anyone else at WrestleMania, whether you want it to be a, a repeat of the SummerSlam match with Dolph Ziggler, just like, a, oh, he's a boy popper. Hey, it's the... It's, Goldberg, hitting all his favourite moves. Thanks for coming, everyone. See you later. Or at least an attempt at trying to make a new star by having him face... I mean, the name that leaps into my head for this or something is obviously Matt Riddle, for obvious reasons between these two. But I think that's the direction you have to go in rather than, I mean, Goldberg versus... Because can move this conversation on to, to Roman Reigns. Who do you think he should face? Should it be Daniel Bryan? Should it be Big E or... Could it be, if you're talking about Vince saying we want to announce to everyone WWE's back, Roman Reigns versus The Rock? Oh, for me personally, I just love Daniel Bryan so much. I feel like there's going to be a ceiling on literally anybody they push or indeed promote nowadays, whether it's a star from yesteryear or a future prospect. Selfishly, as a fan, I want to see Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania, I think there's a lovely, neat continuation of that storyline where Roman Reigns can project everything that happened to him onto Daniel Bryan because Daniel Bryan was pretty much emblematic of the movement that was pushing against Roman Reigns the entire mm-hmm. time. I love the idea of Roman Reigns pushing against that, projecting onto Bryan the idea that, no, no, it's my time now. The worst thing about my time then was that it was really your time. This time it's not. You're wearing a suit. They can even go shoot because Christ almighty, it's Paul Heyman. It's inevitably going to do that. Like Because Daniel Bryan's part of the creative team now. 
they can even bring that into it. You're wearing a suit, you've lost your edge, you're just a boring old hippie now and a sellout at that if you're working for not just the establishment but the worst establishment. There's lots and lots of narrative ground they could tread for the Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan match. Daniel Bryan is magnificent. Mm-hmm. He is in my in-ring Mount Rushmore alongside Omega, Bret Hart, and the fourth... I thought you were about to say The Fiend then. I genuinely thought you were about to say The Fiend. Don't start saying this with uh, Bret Hart and Daniel Ryan and The Fourth. Jesus, you gave me heart palpitations. The fourth I'm undecided on, but that's how far ahead those three are in my mind. Daniel Bryan, all-time favourite wrestlers. He can work magic with literally anyone. Can you imagine him working his magic with this version of Roman Reigns? Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns have such exquisite chemistry together mm. that they worked a total banger that just about got the story over when that story, the premise of it, was impossible. Daniel Bryan was magnificent in that match at Fastlane. What I remember most is that he, being an absolute genius at pacing his matches and of just every little nuance of the game, played a subtle heel throughout and at the very end decided to just completely over-exaggerate the yes chance to the point where he didn't get the booze he intended, but he never got those rousing yes, yes, yes. Mm, yeah. This was at the height of the moment when Roman Reigns was getting rejected. I considered that a definitive success in terms of what Daniel Bryan can do in that ring. If they can do it now and embrace the idea that Roman's going to get booed and Daniel Bryan's going to win, then absolutely perfect. I would love that match. That's a match I want to see. Big E versus Roman is selfishly something I don't want to see, even though I would love to see it for Big E, if that makes any sense whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Big E's worked so hard. Big E is a great multifaceted talent in that he can talk, he can genuinely... Here's the thing. With WWE, their whole corporate philosophy, their raison d'etre is... We put pa- smiles on people's faces, pal. Somehow through the sheen, the polish, the terrible booking, the synthetic quality of everything, the gloop, the nihilism. Big E puts a smile on my face. Don't know how the guy manages it. It's because he's got transcendent charisma. Mm. I would love to see it for him, but at the same time, I just don't trust them to book anyone. I just don't trust them to put anyone on that path to superstardom where literally everything that they do almost to a point is tempered by the, how are they going to screw this up? Oh, they're going to make that boring. Oh, he's going to do a three-match series with Randy Orton in the summer of 2021, and that's just going to make me completely less interested in him, which they'll do, which they will do. Um, so for personal selfish reasons, Daniel O'Brien, for big picture, you would be wise to do this because people really like him, Biggie. But subjectively, I'd love it to be Daniel O'Brien. Put yourself into a corner there, though, because if you have Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan, you would be expecting that to be match of the night. And then instead, Big E and Goldberg are going to have a five star classic. So, Indeed. Um, of course, we were. Sh- Say again, sorry. So I talk about The Rock a little bit. Yeah. What would you reckon is happening there? Because, yeah, it will be a bullet point on the podcast. People are interested in this match as they would be. It's the best possible version of realistically one of the most underrated wrestlers of all time in Roman Reigns versus the most famous person on the planet and a beloved, excellent wrestling legend. Um, I would love it. Obviously, I would love it. Paul Heyman's booking it, obviously, because he's in charge of Roman's character. The Rock's material was genuinely funny in 2012 because I think he got Brian Gewirtz back into the fold 
to write some of his material and collaborate with Vince on it. So he'd be brought back in. You'd get the best of the rock. There's a great story there. Genuinely fantastic one. It would be a great moment for Roman Reigns because the rock obviously would put him over. He was never shy of doing that back in the day, much less to his own flesh and blood. The question is whether he would do it because one, he was reluctant to do this in the old normal world because filming to one of his movies was delayed having been injured at WrestleMania 28. I'm going to try and dance around the old libel here. So without saying anything specific, The Rock, as if by magic, is susceptible to injury. Um, So I don't know whether you'd want to risk doing a wrestling match in the old world. This is an insane thing for me to conceive of when I first fell in love with the guy at 14, 13 years old. He's got presidential aspirations now, the optics of what it means to be president right now don't seem to care much about performing in front of a potentially distanced crowd in an open-air stadium, considering the current president is holding rallies without much distancing. So, but the difference is The Rock, if he indeed runs for president or has aspirations to run for president, will want to put himself over as the babyface compared to our current, your current president. So you will not want to risk the the optics and the bad publicity of, oh, you're doing that fake wrestling stuff and in the middle of a bloody mm. lockdown thing that we can't say for advertising purposes. So politically, and that word takes on a multi-definition now, it might not be the best idea for The Rock to do it. However, the idea that he could put over somebody close to him might change his mind. Look, I'm throwing things out of my arse here. Until it happens, I can't really see it happening. Yeah, I don't I don't see it. Certainly with the ongoing global blast is still continuing. I really, really don't see it happening. Um and uh, yeah, it's it's becoming less and less likely in my eyes. Having said all that, Michael Sidgwick, what did they say when The Rock faced Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania? It was wrestling past versus wrestling future. So what if He's going to be free, I assume, by April. The Rock versus Donald J. Trump. Presidential past! Presidential future! There's your match. There's your match. Um, anyway, let's move on and talk. Uh, we, we assume, obviously, the whole Roman Reigns thing is centering around the Universal Championship. So let's talk instead about the WWE Championship. Uh, Otis, of course, will be WWE Champion coming off Hell in a Cell. I've said it before. Say it again. When have I ever been wrong with my predictions? I assume he won't be going into WrestleMania with the WWE Championship. So what happens with that, Michael Sidgwick? Is there a potential for Edge Orton to be centering around it? Or who, who do you reckon should be champion? Who should be challenger as we head to WrestleMania 37 with the WWE title? Oh, God. Right. Drew versus Orton. It's one of the, I don't know whether it's unpredictable in a good way. No, it isn't. Or whether you just don't think they'll want to job Randy Orton out three times. Or if they're going to mark a new chapter in their storytelling and have Randy Orton win. My problem with the Raw side of things, looking ahead to WrestleMania season, is that they've got a new top heel on Raw. And his name is The Fiend. I think it's going to be a Fiend-shaped WWE title picture at WrestleMania. And I'm telling you, Will Bourne, I could not be less interested I could not be less interested. So it stands to reason that they're not going to build 
a baby face to the level they perceive Drew McIntyre to be in time to face The Fiend at WrestleMania. Are there any other top heels on SmackDown that could realistically go against Orton other than The Fiend? Uh, McIntyre other than The Fiend? I think McIntyre versus Fiend is your big future Raw program for WrestleMania, unfortunately, because he's going to come up with a little puppet with a kilt or a fake little guitar riffing on his time in 3MB. And we're going to get yet another regurgitation of the fact that, oh, he was fired. Except it's going to be Bray Wyatt talking about it. Um, yet, yeah, unfortunately, I can see The Fiend in the WWE title picture. And people need to realise that, yes, people like him. Yes, there's a certain gaga showbiz to his acting. People are blinded by it. Like, oh, it's a character, character development. It's a little crap. Um, so I can see The Fiend involved in that picture with Drew McIntyre. And I'm telling you now, I can't be any less interested in anything The Fiend does. <laughs> So no chance, no chance for any Edge Orton stuff then. Well, Edge said recently that uh, his was it his bicep? Mm. His recovery's been slower than usual. I was so slower than expected, hasn't it? Yeah. So he said that, but then again, he also said that he wasn't going back. So it's not as if like he's a man of great integrity. And to be fair. It's not as if any professional wrestler is a man of any real integrity. So, yeah, I think that was the plan, the reported plan. Why I would want to see that again, I've got no idea. They've told the story, and it was getting at once incredibly dull and incredibly ambitious. They pulled off the greatest wrestling match ever, and by that I mean it wasn't a joke. <laughs> that match graphic was just an, a, a visual punchline and they managed to have a really, really strong, worthy effort. And that's the best thing I can say about that match. Like four and a half star level for me, like really great pro wrestling that didn't embarrass the tagline. But what I'm getting at is that we've seen the greatest wrestling match ever. So literally in terms of the marketing, they're going to have a job selling that. We've also seen the longest and the most boring, mm-hmm. and the most portentous, and the most attritional pro wrestling match ever with that absolute disaster at WrestleMania 36. I've got literally no appetite to watch this again. I can't quite believe that Edge used to be such a fabulous all-rounder that he was because he was such a pool-faced misery during this WWE return that ultimately turned sour, in my opinion. But I'm not in that room. If I was in that room, in my opinion, mattered, like WWE would look a lot different. And by that, I honestly literally mean the exact opposite to what it is right now. <laughs> so they'll probably think it's a good idea to book. I can't Edge believe has, Edge has said that he would love to wrestle all sorts of people. He's given the names. You can Google Edge Dream Opponents. He's talked about AJ. He's talked about Rollins. He's talked about virtually everyone that he's interested in wrestling again. Maybe this injury has made him realize, and I'm just clutching at desperate straws here. Maybe this injury's made him realise, hang on, my time is actually shorter than I ever thought and I'm nearing 50. Sorry, Randy, we've done this. I'd like to work with somebody new. That would be my hope because I really like Edge in the ring. I've always really liked Edge in the ring. You put Randy Orton next to anything and I like it less. (laughs) I can't believe we've overlooked when you said potential heels to face Drew McIntyre on Monday Night Raw, the whole of Retribution! 
But no time to talk about that now. So we're going to move on instead to The Undertaker versus John Cena. Is this happening again at WrestleMania? Who's the source on this? This was everywhere last week. Um, Jesus Christ. Right. Here's the thing. For ages, it felt like I couldn't foresee any massive returning star coming back to WWE in these uh, conditions. Obviously, John Cena and Goldberg did and take it did last year, but all of these were planned before everything went completely um, insane, as it has done. It feels like the taboo of coming back, and that's what someone like John Cena has to consider with his burgeoning Hollywood career of getting absolutely abysmal PR of working for a company amid a situation that's going to potentially endanger the health of the public. Um, American football, from what I can see on Twitter, has completely opened that door and broken the taboo of letting fans in. So it feels like wrestling, if anything, I'm actually stunned by its restraint. (laughs) How conscientious it's been, Jesus Christ. Um, So it feels now like the world collectively is bargaining with the danger in a bit to make things better for themselves or just learning to live with something that's not going away anytime soon. So on a political PR level, I can't imagine um, someone like a John Cena coming back now where about two, three, four months ago, I was just thought, nah, absolutely not. Um, as for John Cena versus The Undertaker, the question I must ask is why? 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 I don't I understand that they probably think, right, The Undertaker does this thing, right, where he reckons he's not knackered and then the day off comes about, oh, I'm knackered, I'm not the same as I was. I'm piss off then. Just piss off if you're not the same as you were. Like, I know you're not the same, I have been the same for years. But Undertaker being this grotesquely egotistical bloke and money-hungry guy that he is will convince himself, hey, I'm not feeling that bad. I don't feel good anymore. Um, so he'll come back. He'll always come back. Do I need to see this match? Do I need to see it? If anything, just for the sake of my subjective entertainment, maybe I would like to see AJ versus Taker because AJ's quietly had an exceptional year in the ring. Like his best one in WWE since 2016, which is staggering, really, considering there's been no fans and he's not getting like any younger. Um, maybe that Undertaker-AJ match, I would quite like to see because I can take AJ seriously as a threat. There's a storyline reason for it to happen. There's the idea that Undertaker, if he does care about his so-called art, would probably think I'm probably going to get a better match out of AJ. Um, Undertaker versus John Cena just feels like something you can put on the internet with no real sourcing and just think, yeah, that probably makes sense. Greedy white men coming back for a payday. Yeah, you can justifiably um, make up that story. It just feels like, again, these rumours, I don't know who's leaking them or who's making them up, but they're just they're coming out of absolute nowhere. Just to clarify, AJ Styles' Taker would obviously be non-cinematic. Would you have seen a Taker as a cinematic match if you, if you, you had to have it, for example? I'd never want to see WWE do a cinematic match ever again. <laughs> but at the same, because some of them have been so rubbish that they defy me taking the mick out of them or them being perversely entertaining as validation for how bad I think this company can be. They are so witless and so bad that I can't even enjoy them on a level that they are bad. Um, The Firefly Funhouse was fantastic, Mm rule-proving exception and all that. I never want to see them do a cinematic match ever again. It's just not worth it. 
See, I quite like the Boneyard match, and I felt that that added... Did. I will say I'm the total outlier on this. Mm, I, I felt that added an opportunity for another, like, five years of take at WrestleMania oh, because you can edit around it. I, I really, I'm not suggesting this by oh, a stretch of imagination, but Taker, Taker will want another match with Cena because you saw on the, uh, that last ride series that he felt he should have had more time with Cena. Um and I think the only way you can have a 20-minute match between Taker and Cena is cinematic because anything yeah, else... has been enough for you, Wilborn. Mm-hmm. The 30 years he's been at WrestleMania, not been enough. No, I'm not saying he should. I'm just saying if, you, if you're going to use that so. editing style, that, that you, the, it, it would allow for that rather than have him yeah. face opponents from yeah. 15 minutes when he's falling to pieces. I'm with you. It's just one of my least favourite takes when... The, the Boneyard match, which I didn't like. It was really well received. So, I can get 10 more years of this. I'm thinking, Jesus Christ, it's <laughs> a future. This company needs a future. It doesn't need The Undertaker anymore. Jesus wept. Yeah, it's it's going to be very intriguing to see if that match gets booked, how they handle it. And, you know, because like I said, take a, you watch the last ride and he was like, oh, I felt like we should have had a good 15, 20 minutes. I was watching that going, do oh, Hey, do you not have 20 minutes at Saudi Arabia, you greedy old bastard? And, um, and yeah, especially if you have fans back and then you have a cinematic. It's very com- confusing in terms of how you work that because the cinematic matches were only feasible because there was no one there. So no one's going to be pissed off about traveling to WrestleMania to watch a video of another wrestling match. It's just, it's surreal. But things are so up in the air right now for WrestleMania 37. Do let us know your thoughts on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Well, actually, you can follow both of us. You can follow Michael Sidgwick at M Sidgwick. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE. And make sure you subscribe to WhatCulture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. This is no doubt a conversation we'll be back to talk about in the coming months. Who knows what WrestleMania 37 is going to look like. But thanks to Michael Sidgwick for giving us his thoughts. Uh, Let us know yours, as I said, on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. But this has been Get the Table. Thanks to Sidgwick. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel.